Through the lens of loving local and seeing global, we obsessively search for people whose stories need to be told and how OKC played a supporting role. Hosted by Katherine Bexton and Emmy Coves, welcome to Action City. Emmy. Hi. Hi. You've been on vacation. I did. I went on vacation. We were gone for eight days. I, we haven't been gone for eight days since last summer. Did it feel weird or was it, did you just slide well, right in like it was no big deal? Like it was kind of professional. a, it was like a segmented vacation. So we started, we drove to DFW airport because we needed to have our car down there, which that in itself is like a little vacation because we were early for a flight. So Jeff dropped me off at Neiman Park Marcus last call, which is probably my favorite place in the Wait, whole world. Wait, is it right next to the airport? Uh-huh. The one in Grapevine Mills Mall. Oh, I've, I've been to that mall and I never need to go back. See, I, you know, I love to dig. You love to dig. That, yeah, I think I still have hives from having yeah, to go I there. Yeah, li- I somehow convinced Jeff to take the kids to, because at Grapevine Mills Mall, they have a little kids park area. I was like, if you take the kids to the park and let me go to last call, I will be forever in your day. <laughs> and he did. And I found some really great stuff. So that was like day one of the vacation. Well, I need to like a haul. You know how my kids do it on TikTok? They make like a haul. You probably oh. don't know what this is, but you like... I don't know. However, you make a TikTok and you lay out all the things that you've got. Oh my gosh. I and would then you love to show it off to everybody. Really? It's a little bit of flexing. Oh, I do that to my own phone without posting it. Yes, I just you need like, to send me your haul. I oh mean, we gosh. don't need to put it on TikTok necessarily. We're too old for that. But I got I a really cool Pro Ends address for really? like 150 bucks. It was originally $2,600. Stop. Mm-hmm. Did was, Jeff give you a budget or like? No, but he, I. Or you said, I'm a working woman. I have my own budget. No, not really. <laughs> I just know like, well, there's like certain amounts, right? The, yes, exactly. That we don't go over. Yes, That we I don't gotcha. go over. And mm-hmm. I, I think that in my mind, I stayed well under. In his mind, I was like you were way towing over. the line. Oh, you were, you were. Yeah, pushing. but it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I found a Ganny dress for like $95. It's so cute. Again, it was $800 at Bergdorf. Why didn't you pick out anything for me? Well, I, it was because I, I own a whole store. I couldn't think about anybody <laughs> no, else right, but right. myself. Okay, okay. I so this think, is like I could go back to the Grapevine Mall if I'm with you. Yes, but I am not going to that place by oh myself. Oh my gosh, Catherine! They had a whole. I didn't even see it till after I checked out. They had a whole rack of Gucci clothing. It was so cool, what? and it was seventy five percent off the lowest marked price. So there was like, thing, why are we not driving there tomorrow morning? I, I, I well, I'm just now thinking about this, but yeah, we really should. <laughs> like, wait a minute, what do I? No, have to it do was tomorrow? really good, and I mean, that's the thing with last call, right? Like, it's either hit or miss. It was so good. It was so good. So my the start of the trip was wonderful. Getting on an airplane with a three year old and a one and a half year old was not so great. Was that Campbell's first airplane trip? No, she's been on the airplane before, but this is the first time where she's been aware that she's uh-huh. on an airplane, and so she was screaming "airplane" on the airplane to everybody. Did she get her own seat or did she sit on your lap? No. So I Huffman was at the window. I was next to him. And then Jeff was across the aisle because it was an American Eagle. Mm-hmm. They're uh, always across the aisle. Yes. So you know. Well, and so ha- Campbell is having some separation anxiety with me. I'm kind of her person. She always wants mama, which is like, oh my gosh, it's great. But also I don't want her to be anxious. Right. But yeah. um, so at one point Huffman was sitting next to me. She's in my lap. And they start like Mortal Kombat on top of me, essentially. And they're like screaming on the airplane. I was just like, oh, my gosh. I'm scarred for life over some airplane trips I took with my kids when they were little. Oh, like, really? I, I mean, 
scarred. Well, and that kind of brought me to my pit, right? So of this last week, I think my pit was that I realized that I'm breaking all these rules I said I would never do as a mom, including referring to myself in the third person. Like, (laughs) mama said this or, you know what, you know what I'm talking about? I hate, hate, hate that. And I've started to do it and I'm driving myself crazy. I matched Campbell, which I used to think was so annoying when moms would match their daughters, but I totally did Oh, matching like your outfits. Uh Uh-huh. Because I'm Wait, like, it was, a blue, a, was it the little blue yes, and white outfit? Yes, oh. which of course I didn't think it's I cute. Said I said I would didn't. never do it either, but yeah. now at least it's cool. I mean, I, if I, I had done it, it would have been I don't know. It was the, not cool in my I was really having cool. mixed feelings about doing it because I'm like, why as a grown woman do you want to look like your baby? I, I don't at my core understand I it. don't get but then I did it. But then yeah. I did it and I saw Beyonce did it oh. with Blue Ivy Although so Blue Ivy's cool. older and I'm not beyond, I'm not trying to compare myself to Beyonce, <laughs> but you know, she did it. So I'm like, maybe this is chic. Like, I don't know. Anyway. So I broke that rule. I broke another one and I'm like, I can't remember. I kept breaking all these rules and doing You let stuff. your kids just have the iPad indefinitely. Yes. With, that was it. That was with, it. At dinner. At no dinner. Rules. Yes. Yep, at go. dinner. Mm-hmm. I was like, I will never be that mom who just shoves an iPad in their kid's face when they're throwing a fit at mm-hmm. dinner. Huffman was like tearing this place apart. And I was just like, here's baby bum. Oh my God, it was so bad. Oh, and then, you, then you're just beating yourself up over it for at least like 24 hours. You're like, oh, I'm the worst mother ever. I but mean, it's fine. Jeff and I were desperate. He's going to be fine. We Sometimes were you're desperate. Yeah, I mean, and I think that that, I mean, that was kind of the pit, right? It's like all these parents, like vacation is testing your parenting, mm-hmm. right? Vacation is not totally a vacation for a mom. Like no. unless you're going without your children. No. Or if you have help, like I always used to think it was so bougie when people brought a babysitter, but I'm like, I think that would be we worth did that a few times when, and it was a total game changer, game changer. Yeah. So that would probably be the pit. I think the peak was, so we started in Port Aransas, Texas. So we drove to DFW, flew to Corpus Christi, drove to Port A, drove back to Corpus Christi, got out in an airplane. How many days were you in Port Aransas? And did like by the, all of a sudden you were home. I don't even know what happened. So we were in Port A from Saturday to Wednesday. Okay. And then Wednesday, we stayed with my sister who just got a house and is our guest oh, this week. How's I know. It's was so the house fun. so cute? It was so cute. She's done such a good job decorating. So it was really fun because so it just it was really fun. It was super laid back. And then Friday night we had their wedding shower nine, ten months after they've gotten married because they never got to have a shower or be celebrated. So that was fun. And then So all their friends came. How many people were there? Uh like 120. Where they where was it? Where it was, was at it? a brewery. In downtown so Fort Worth. Was that the plan? Was that the original wedding shower that they just no? Moved, so it was a whole this, different plan. This was a whole different. Well, kind of. So their wedding was in Jackson Hole where we got because that they met at our wedding, which we'll talk about um, with my sister. But so the original thing was that this group was hosting her welcome party at a brewery in Jackson Hole. Gotcha. So they kind of kept the theme and just obviously moved it to Fort Worth. yeah okay. moved it to Fort Worth. So. And then the next night we went to dinner, just the four of us, which was so fun. Um, and yeah, it was just nice. It was like, I got to do some things in Fort Worth I never get to do. I got to pop into You Are Here and kind of oh. rummage around and go to some of my favorite. Were they open on? Oh, we were there during the yeah, week. Yeah, we were there during the week. Oh, so yeah. it was perfect. So I got they to see the Anne. Best stuff. The best stuff. Um, I got to talk to her too. And she's so sweet. Um, you know, we're talking lines that you have at Greta. And I was like, what's working for y'all? What's not? Like, what are you selling? And it was so interesting and it was fun. And 
asked her about trunk shows. I was like, who have you had that you love and blah, blah, blah. So it was really great. And then, yeah, just like kind of coming home was like sort of depressing because we had just had so much fun. But then also we were so tired. I'm like, I'm ready for my bed. And there was probably not one ounce of food in the refrigerator. No. And everybody's starving. Yeah. Well, so we did have like whole milk. That was <laughs> that lasts forever. Yes. Yeah. And so that was fine because that's all the kids want anyway. And I've like, you know, mac and cheese in the pantry. But yeah, it was it was fine. But the laundry situation today was on another level. Mm-mm. I think I folded like hundreds of teeny tiny clothing. Wait, did you not do? So when I go on vacation, I stay in a house as opposed yes, to a laundry. I'm like obsessed with doing laundry. I do not like to do laundry at home, but for some reason when I'm on a trip, there's only like a limited amount of things that you brought with you. So really everything can sort of be clean all the time. So I'm, I'm like, so I'm not about laundry on vacation. In Port Aransas, we did laundry because we were at my in-laws beach house. And then I think when I got to Fort Worth, it was just chaos. And I didn't even think to do laundry. I really didn't. I but then like all the beach stuff is like kind of sandy, smelly. And- so I ended up I ended up doing it all again, oh which and then you're folding all that teeny tiny little stuff. Oh is- my gosh, the teeny tiny like Huffman's little teeny tiny <laughs> underwear. It's so funny. So, and then you think you're why, like, why I, am I folding this? I, I was gonna say why, why am I, folding I the underwear? saying I'm pretending to, that I folded it? I threw it in the underwear drawer. I've, I've given up on folding some things. Sometimes just, I just lay flat, lay flat exactly, or just shove it in. Oh. But yeah, so that was kind of my week. So it was fun. It was super fun. I mean, I love Fort Worth. It's just funny because we were at that party for my sister and somebody came up to me and they're like, oh my gosh, I was recently in Oklahoma City. And he was like, yeah, I was at like a plastic surgeon's house in a neighborhood that I think was really nice. And I was like, were you at Dr. Love's house in Nichols Hills? And he was like, yeah. The brand new one? He just, they just the, yes. the one they just moved into. And, yeah. um, he was like, how did you know that? And I'm like, <laughs> Oklahoma City is so small. But he was saying that Oklahoma City reminded him of Fort Worth before he thinks it's now too big. Because oh. I think DFW is super growing super fast, like crazy fast. It's crazy how many people are moving mm-hmm. there. And so he was saying, he was like, I loved Oklahoma City because it still felt like a big small town and you could walk through the neighborhoods and there was cars weren't speeding around every corner. And, you know, we walked to Trader Joe's and then we walked somewhere to get coffee. And I don't know, he was just saying it was interesting because he was like, yeah. And then there's that whole area that wasn't even there. And I was like, the plaza. He's like, yeah, it was cool. And I don't know. He was just like, I don't think he had ever, he hadn't been to Oklahoma City in I think 15 years or something. He was like, it's so different. And the restaurants were all really good. And I don't know. He had like all this great stuff to say about it. He's like, yeah, I was kind of jealous. Well, I wonder, I mean, it kind of goes back to our conversation with really specifically with Brian Bogert is how do you keep it really wonderful and not make it so huge that it turns into this like major metropolitan area. Well, I think that DFW kind of has the card stacked against them because it, there's so many mid cities. Yeah, there's and, two cities all and connected there's two, by all these little yeah, cities. Yeah, exactly. Like we, I don't think Norman would ever be that big and there's no way we could bridge the gap between here and Tulsa. No, we can't unless there was a high-speed train. Well, but then we really couldn't either. It yeah. would be. <laughs> I don't think people would be living like along the highway. You know what I'm saying? No. Like 30 from Dallas to Fort Worth. I mean, that is all filled in. Oh, yeah. yeah it's like you're in one giant city. Yeah. Well, in Arlington's probably as big as Oklahoma city, city, potty, possibly. Like, yeah. I don't I don't know. But anyway. So. so he loved it. I love it, too. He did. He was so complimentary. And he was like, the people were so nice. And 
he was like, I was kind of, you know, just, I think that they were expecting something and it was way more fun. And um, everyone I talked to that's been here for the first time recently or not been here in a long time says that exact same thing. Well, and it was funny too, because he like sought me out because I heard you're from Oklahoma City. I guess somebody wanted to tell me about it, which was really nice. That's cool. And I was like, actually, I have a whole podcast about how great our city is. If you'd like to learn more, (laughs) please listen to Action City. (laughs) No, I did it. But I was like, I do like, I mean, I was like, it's awesome. And I don't know. But anyway, so what was your pen peak? Well, I mean, it was a really busy week. Yeah, You seem a little, um, a little like not on edge because you seem like but, people who are on edge are usually not kind. Like you still, but you seem a little frazzled. I'm a little frazzled. It's been really like every, like this morning I woke up and I realized I had not spent what, like more than a half an hour awake at my house the entire weekend. Oh no. Like you were just going, going, going. I was going the whole time. There were oh. two soccer games. There was a birthday party. We took nearly, well, Wait, my pe- was there a christening? Or not oh, christening, no. a confirmation, confirmation. Was, the, was the Sunday uh, before that. Okay. And that. So basically I had been going since the sort of that confirmation, confirmation. weekend started mm-hmm. that like Saturday, just whatever, 10 days Wait, ago. how did the necklace go over? Well, um, she liked it, but I haven't seen her wear it. Aww. So who knows? Maybe she lost it. I don't know. Let's hope not. It's so, so she cute. She was thank, very thankful. Oh, that's she nice. Was excited. Okay. So, good, and good, it good. was a really, she was excited that everyone was there to... Yeah. celebrate her and it was fun so but the, it never stopped I mean it literally has not stopped and so this morning I woke up and I just I it was almost like I couldn't form a sentence because oh, I was well, good thing I was to do a podcast. but really I'm trying to think okay so my two peaks were I'm sure there were more but on Friday night Jim came home and he said do you want to go for dinner he, and I was like oh you mean out you mean someplace with a waiter wait Jim. Uh, Jim. Whoa, really stepping it up. And I was not going to turn. I was exhausted, but I was not turning down this no, opportunity. I was like, I was he can't ask. Not- and then if I say no, he might not ask again. So <laughs> I said, I would love to. So we told Neely, Neely was home and we said, come with us. And of course she was like, I'm not coming with you. That's, you know, but we made her come and we walked to the hutch and we had dinner at the hutch and <laughs> I hadn't been there in a while. Yeah. It was delicious. I like, they had what they wanted. I had what I wanted. Neely talked the whole time. I mean, just about who knows what. I don't even remember. And then she walked but home. But she with like us. wasn't on her phone. She wasn't on her phone. That's so nice. We talked the whole way there, the whole way home, and it was just really Aww. special to spend time with her and have her not with her sister. And she was being really pleasant. And I don't get a lot of. We don't have a lot of pleasant interactions. Maybe she's turning a corner. Oh, Emmy. I'm always, Maybe. you know, I'm always hopeful for you. I know you really are. And everyone really is always so hopeful. Yeah. For so I'm hoping that maybe that she's turning a quarter and she's getting well, older. She's like and- turning 16. Right. I feel like the person you are freshman year versus the person it's you are sophomore year is a big difference. Right. So maybe that's kind of happening, right? I mean, she doesn't feel like the new person at high school right. anymore. And maybe she's getting a little bit more confident or... Yeah. And we went to the field hockey banquet last night. So all the seniors get up and give a speech. So she got to hear the seniors and their sort of advice for the younger girls. Who knows whether or not she was listening. No, I'm sure she was. I was so hoping that she was. And I think that's such a nice tradition. And we were really, of all the freshmen, there were only three freshman girls at the banquet. And so only three girls heard 
the wisdom of the seniors. Wow. And I, so did she let her as a freshman? No, she didn't. But we, but they now invite everyone to the banquet. Uh, this oh. wasn't the like girls banquet. Right, right, they right. do like a separate field hockey banquet. That of course we couldn't do. do. Of course we do. <laughs> I can't even. I mean, <laughs> of course we do. So, but we couldn't do it in the fall. So that was really nice. So I think she was, so I do think she's turning a corner. Yeah. I think honestly, that's like one of my favorite Kappa memories. And who we we talk about sororities with my sister a little bit. Um, the seniors, they like, well, our, one of our symbols is a triangle. And so they stand in a triangle around the freshmen and, um, they tell stories of all I mean, of, and it was, it's always so fun because then you feel like, you know, them and, and it's such it's, a great form of mentorship. Yeah. For yeah. People that, you know, aren't really that much older than you are, but seem like they have so much more wisdom and knowledge of the world. Exactly. And some of those stories, I mean, we still like my girlfriends from college we still laugh about him today because they're like so funny <laughs> but then when it was our turn it's like I wonder which stories those freshman girls remember right they're gonna remember something something yeah. you said they remember maybe not me but somebody something someone said something somebody so said. that was really great and my other very quick peek was that Gracie played soccer in Fort Gibson yesterday I don't know if anyone's ever been to Fort Gibson but where's Fort Gibson, Fort Gibson it's kind of right next to Muskogee oh, okay so my my family my mom's side of the family is actually from, some of them are from Fort Gibson. Oh, cool. And so they, we used to go there growing up because my grandmother, well, my grandmother's uncle, he would be like, I don't know, 120 now or something. He owned these two historical homes in Fort Gibson. One was the oldest home in Oklahoma. Cool. And the other one was like a territory, I mean, I say a territory home. It was really from like the eight probably the late 1800s. Oh my gosh. And so he lived there his whole life and we would go visit him. And then he left the house to my grandmother because he didn't, he was never married and had no children. Then my grandmother, and my mom fixed it up and we would go stay there. Wait, that's so And we fun. hadn't been there in so long. My mom probably sold it like eight years ago. Okay. And she hadn't been in eight years. So I said, we're having the soccer game in Fort Gibson. Would you like to come? And we'll go see the houses and we'll see Fort Gibson and we'll drive around. My And my uncle, my whatever, great, great uncle, he owned the lumber yard. So my parents came and the four of us with Gracie, we drove to Fort Gibson and it was really it was fun. It was great for my, I think my yeah. mom was feeling nostalgic about her mom. And I think Aww, it, it sweet sort grandmother. Of, she was able to sort of, we talked about my grandmother and we talked about uncle Ross and my mom told us all the things she remembered about the town. And, and so we had a really nice, we had a nice time. So that was a peak. Yeah. And, and so, and we, and they let me drive and I didn't die. <laughs> either one of them driving. My dad tried to drive and I said, that's not going to happen. No. Your parents cracked me up. That's not happening. Let's see. Pit. Well, I did. Well, I did the plant reset. Oh, yeah. But then by Saturday. You gave up. At lunch, I maybe gave up because I couldn't, didn't have any time to eat. And then, oh, oh yeah. Saturday night, we went to the melting pot. I'm sorry. Sorry, Emma. I was not missing the melting pot. But to go from eating no dairy and no meat to the melting pot, I survived. Yeah, I your didn't tummy throw up. Well, so that was good. I was going to say, you, but you're like an iron stomach. I do. Kind it's of kind of, of annoying. <laughs> I'm always like, isn't that going to hurt your stomach? And you're like, oh, no. No, I mean, I ate so much cheese. So, but then I did, I did not really tell my family I was doing this, but I started the all in jumpstart today. Oh. Just to kind of get back on my exercising yeah. trend and to really like get organized for the summer. I think you'll. So for- that's kind of a pit. No, sorry, Jennifer. I mean, I know that you say that it's like the greatest thing ever and it is really great, but I'm going to be missing all my delicious food for the next two weeks, yeah. but I'll be eating lots of vegetables and feeling great. 
I think that's not, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing a fruit and veggie day on either Tuesday or Wednesday. That's actually good. I'd like to think about like three days a week, just doing fruit and veggies. Well, it's just from the, from the, like being on vacation. Right. I yes. mean, cause even that was the other thing I've had two weeks of like yeah, straight, you know, exactly. Cause it's, debauchery. I mean, even if you're ordering stuff, fish at the place and you're saying grilled with no butter it's like i don't know what oils and it's just there, there's no way and no obviously way drinking it. alcohol for although i did i did better on this trip as far as the nights i drank however the amount i drank on those nights was probably not so the basically best. You, so you drank so the same it amount was a it was wash. just you, you just put it all into a few count. nights as opposed to yes. every night which is not uh -huh. good but it was so fun and i'm so glad we have, it's kind of funny that i left my sister yesterday and now she's on the podcast today which is you got to see her. No, my sister's her here tonight driving back to LA. She was actually just calling Oh, yeah. Me. That's so funny. They went funny. to Dubuque. She loved Dubuque, Iowa. Yeah. With, so basically what happened is we had Catherine's sister on. And then my sister was like, why didn't you ask me to be on? And I was like, well, actually, do you want to be on? And she said, yes. So we're excited. Sarah Parker is the lead teacher of junior kindergarten at Fort Worth Country Day in Fort Worth, Texas. After growing up in OKC and attending Westminster and Cassidy School, she made her way to the University of Arkansas, where she majored in early childhood education. After graduating in 2015, she came back to OKC to be a teacher at the Chesapeake Childhood Development Center. Um, and that's when she met her now husband at my wedding um, and made her way down to Fort Worth, where she was offered a job at Fort Worth Country Day as the kindergarten associate for two years and then was promoted to start their first junior kindergarten program. Her knowledge of education is astonishing, and I constantly ask her about my own children's development. Everybody who knows Sarah knows how beloved she is by her students and how much she loves them. Please welcome Sarah to Action City. Hi, this is Catherine, one of the hosts of Action City. I have two loves, fashion and food. So far, I've only figured out how to make one of them a career. Owning Greta Sloan, Oklahoma City's premier fashion destination, has been the highlight of my 20 plus years in the industry. It's a place where people and creativity come together. My team and I do the hard work of curating designers from all over the world and then narrowing down the best of their creations to make the shopping experience one of discovery and fun. We want our clients to eye their treasures from Greta Sloan as the favorite pieces in their closets and the ones that bring them the most joy to wear. We'll see you at the shop in Nichols Hills Plaza off 63rd and Western, or check us out on Instagram at Greta Sloan, G-R-E-T-T-A-S-L-O-A-N-E. Sarah, I'm so happy to see you on Zoom. And it's a little bit like looking across the table <laughs> at my co-host, Emmy, and looking at you on the screen. I guys mean, look so much alike too. Well, Sarah was so, so I saw her this last weekend because we went to Fort Worth and did our whole week tour of Texas. I love seeing all the photos. But um, Sarah was like, why haven't you, why didn't you have me on the podcast? You had Catherine's sister. And I was like, <laughs> okay, do you want to come on the podcast? I'm like dying to be on. <laughs> I'm so happy that somebody wants to come on the podcast. And then I got nervous. She was like, do you want to come on? And I was like, wait, I don't know. <laughs> like, wait, I take that back. I take it all back. I will. I'm sure I was just saying right before we got on that I will get a telephone call from my other sister yeah. saying that now I haven't asked her. So maybe we'll just make the rounds. Wait, Sarah, could you imagine if there was another one of us? Oh, goodness. Never. No, no, no. So it's been planned for months. <laughs> I know. So I like feel silly asking you the same questions I ask our other guests. Maybe I should ask him. Okay, go for it. That sounds good. 
Well, except for the fact that I obviously know where you grew up because I know where Emmy grew up. But yeah, just listen to Emmy's podcast. Okay, tell us, tell us this. Copy where paste. do you where do you fall in the line of the Roush siblings? And so what I was met, it like growing up with Emmy? I'm the youngest. I'm the baby, so the favorite. Which is no, the joke um, because I'm obviously the favorite. <laughs> <definitely my> favorite. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm the youngest. So it goes Reed, our brother, and then Emmy, and then me. And it was great growing up. I mean, I just like had to keep up with them from like day one. Okay. How much younger Um, are you than Emmy? Two years? Three years. Three years. And then how much younger than Reed? Four. Four. Okay. So that's about how much younger Rosie is than I am. That is sort of a big, I mean, that is a big difference when you get older. Reed and I never like cross paths, like he was in college when I got to high school and like, you know, but Emmy and I were in like a year, we had a year together. She was a senior when I was a freshman and that was, was so she fun. nice? Did she haze you when you were a freshman? Did she include <laughs> you? Sure. Did she invite you to the senior parties? <laughs> I know. Definitely I no parties, but yeah, you were nice. I feel like she was meaner to like my friends than she was to me. Hold up. I feel like I looked <laughs> out for your friends. No, you did. I was I was protective of a couple of them because there were some Yeah, for sure. Sarah had some friends who <laughs> let me say this nicely, developed early, maybe. Yes. Okay. Um and they That's exactly what I was thinking. Did they play into <laughs> yeah. that developing early? Did who? Did they, the friends play into yeah, developing totally early? Totally. Okay. They used it to their and advantage. So, yeah. And Emmy was like, I'm not having this. Yeah. So some of the senior girls who were my best friends were very mean to Sarah's really good friends. And I kind of stepped in and said, uh-uh. So Sarah, did your friends want to go out with the senior boys and the senior no, girls got mad all. about that or no? No, we all hung out with like the boys a year older. Yeah. Cause our guy friends were really just like true. I mean, you know, you go through Cassidy and like, they just kind of become your brothers. Oh, it's, it's like, like you sleep you, in your uniform and go to you know school. everything like about them. Right. Yeah. So we hung out with like boys a year older. Well, and you did a stint at Westminster. I shouldn't call it. Yeah, a I went stint. to Westminster Middle School. <laughs> oh, so for all um, of middle school, you went to Westminster. No, eight, no. Fifth grade, you were at Cassidy. Yeah. And honestly, the sixth grade year for the Roush kids was really tough. Like, even yeah. my brother, who's super smart, I think socially too, it was kind of a hard year. And so I think my parents were like, we're going to just try something different with the third one. <laughs> like, let's Well, my just parents see. did that with Russell. Yeah. The, after, yes. In seventh grade, he went to Heritage because I think yeah. it was a lot. Socially, it was, socially was fine. And you. like, I, you know, love my Cassidy K through 12 friends. And but like academically, it was just it was really hard for me. I yeah. just like really struggled and didn't do well. Like I didn't do well with that kind of struggling. Yeah. Well, I think it was hard, too, because I had had dyslexia or I have it. You know, get rid of that. No, I don't think so. <laughs> still there. <laughs> still here. Um, and so I think that was like easier for my parents to understand. And then with Sarah, it was more like, let's just try something new. You know what I right. mean? There, It was not like... I felt like because Reed was a year older than I, it would, it would have been really hard on my mom to drive. Because I think Reed was driving mm-hmm. when you went to Westminster, right? Yeah. It like, wasn't you. Yes. You were taken to school. Yeah. And it, like she didn't have to drop you and me off. Right. And so I think, I think it would have been much tougher if, for one like reader, I to move schools. And then for Sarah, it was kind of like, Oh, like this is, mm-hmm. could be a really good. And I think it was like, you loved Westminster. Yeah. I loved Westminster. I feel like creatively, like I feel like I'm pretty creative and creatively it kind of just lets you kind of grow in that. And yeah. 
Do you, you feel know, like just, when you're teaching today, you draw on that experience in Westminster? I mean, can you remember it well enough to... I actually always remember this one teacher and she would like get her paper and then like kind of like roll it. So it like the ends like spread out and every day she would kind of like do this weird motion with this paper. And then it was really easy to pass out for her. And I always like, I don't, I just always remember her doing that. Mrs. Oldham, she's like the best. And I do that with my papers to pass out because it really makes it so much easier to pass out. And I wait, what do you, you like take the whole stack she of like, them and twist them around? Yeah. Like if you have a stack of paper, there's like, you know, stacked up like normally. Yes. But she would like put her thumbs and kind of like do like a, like a wave. So they kind of spread like out a, a little bit. So they kind of, uh, yeah, the ends yes. kind of like stretch out. And then it's really easy to like grab one off the top. You don't have to like lick your finger and take one. You know, it's just yes. like, oh my God, the, the ends are the same. And I always remember watching her do that. And now every time I do that, I think of her because it really makes it very easy. See, I, I can't remember that many teachers. I remember middle school teachers' names. Beyond that, I think I've forgotten it all. I've remembered all my teachers. I don't know why. You have a good memory. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit like an elephant in that way. Okay, um, so what did you like to do for fun when you were growing up? What was were you, were you sporty? Were you Sarah Claire? Yeah. She was painting most athletic. Yeah, I'm oh, definitely the most athletic. No, wait. Really so much. there's similar similar like competitive natures yes. in the Roush yeah, family. Yeah, no, I'm and the more Walker competitive. Family? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean I was you know lettered all four years, all three sports. Like oh, yeah, yeah. No, but and I was also super social. I mean, I feel like both of us, and I mean, we were all just social and like sports, and you know. Did you get shipped off to Outward Bound like Emmy did or no? No, I did not have to go to rehab. It was not rehab. Oh my gosh. Sarah started that rumor, by the way. I mean, okay. So did, but it, I mean, obviously you did, but they didn't see like the value in it to say maybe you would no, like it I too. I went to camp. I went to Camp Ozark for like eight years. Oh, okay. So I you went had to summer camp plans. too, but it wasn't yeah. like a big camp. I don't know. I think, where'd you go to camp? I went to St. Crispin's. It's this really oh, yes, small I know Episcopal camp yes. in um, Seminole. Okay, Seminole? hold up. You cannot compare <laughs> Ozark to Our Bound. But, no, but you I got to have a like, shower I, at Ozark. I like went away for two weeks as I, well every year. I, mine was two weeks too. I, okay, oh, it's only two weeks? You can do a two week one? At St. Crispin's? No, no, no. At Our Bound. Yeah, Isn't it was two weeks. But I, but okay, let me, well, we need to squash this because it'll just go on for too long. But that is one, Sarah being the youngest, right? I mean, they kind of get out of, they wiggle out of some of the stuff. They do. That, yes. Yeah. My and, younger one, my younger siblings wiggled out of a lot. Yeah. And this yeah. is kind of one of the things she sort of wiggled out of. There was no intensive outdoor anything. Intensive outdoor experience. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, camp is like, it was like a sports camp, but no, like Reed did like all those Boy Scout camps. I mean, did our bound and I was like going to like the sporty Christian camp, you know, that was like, yeah. Pretty nice. <laughs> I know was, tons of kids, like tons yeah. of Neil and Gracie's friends go to Ozark. Which was kind of foreshadowing for then you going to Arkansas for college. Well, yeah. okay. So, yes. Yeah, so you, you went to, I didn't realize you went to Arkansas. I don't know why I don't, didn't know that. Yeah. Pig Suey. Yeah, University of Arkansas in Fayetteville. I loved it. I love Fayetteville. It was so beautiful. Okay. So when you were um, applying to college, like what, what were you looking for? Did you want a big school with the football team? Like, did you want a pretty setting? Did you want like, what was on your list? I, well, yeah. You well, visited, our parents yeah. really encouraged us to like go out of state, which, mm-hmm. you know, which I think was great. And, and I obviously loved TCU where Emmy went and, and I visited a bunch of times and, um, but I'd also like, 
not always been Emmy's little sister, but you just kind of want to do your own thing yeah. every now and then, you know? And, um, I went and visited Arkansas and, um, I mean, I just loved it. The, we went in the fall and the trees were ye- yellow and red and, you know, like East Texas, Arkansas, like the, the geography is so beautiful. It's, you know, so many rolling Hills and it's just so, I mean, it's just so beautiful. And so I went there and I knew one girl that went there and I really liked her. And, um, I just kind of fell in love with the school and it was just really laid back and just kind of, I mean, Fayetteville is just a little slower and I just kind of like that. Well, now Fayetteville is like hopping. I mean, it was always really pretty. We used to go there to swim meets, but now that you've got Fayetteville and Bentonville and what's the other one? Springdale or spring? Springdale. uh Springdale. I mean, that's like like Bentonville, like a huge deal. 21C in Bentonville Bentonville had just opened. Mm -hmm. I think when I graduated. Oh, it's been there that long? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, she graduated in 2015. Still, that's like six years. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, it's it's. Benville cool. was always cute. Like there were always some really cool people from there because you know Walmart headquarters, obviously, and right. Um, Gina Davis. The, you know, we saw Gina Davis there oh, from a league did? of their yeah. own, and I she winked at my Gina dad. Davis in a long time. She's yeah, she winked at you our dad, that? and she was so tall, super tall. I yeah, uh, and she's still pr- very pretty. There would always be random celebrities because they would come in town to like go to, you know, like Drew Barrymore would come because she was at like beauty line. Like there were always celebrities kind oh, of in right. and out because they, like they would like Walmart deals. At, was the museum open? Yeah. Was Crystal Bridges? Yeah. Open? Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, Crystal we Bridges went, yeah. so beautiful. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that was, I, I mean, the I would love so much for Fayetteville. It's really like we used to go to swim meets there. And there was this shop in Fayetteville that I cannot remember the name of it. Oh, but I bet we, it's oh, like we had like our favorite shops in Wait, every town. What, what is Savoir it? Fair? Oh no, um, no, the I one mean, that's this was like Greta. Yeah, yeah. This is like thirty years ago. I don't know if it's still there. What's the I mean, one? Longer. What your that, friend worked there. there? Yeah, my friend worked there. there and was, we love this shop. Had some really was. cute boutiques. It yeah. really, and that was yeah. kind of one of the reasons why I ended up loving shopping because we go to all these different towns and find the little spot. Were you in a sorority? Yeah, I was a Kayo there. Which is a big uh-huh. deal because that's the mothership. That's where Kaya was. Founded. Oh, that's where it started. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, when Sarah, I'll tell, there, I'll tell really the cool. rush story, which I just told Sarah, somebody the other day. So I was a Kappa at TCU and I was at TCU and Sarah's going through rush. And I totally understand houses are different. Like the Kappa house at Arkansas is different than the Kappa house at TCU. And, and Kappa Arkansas is fabulous. Still great. They're like half my best friends are Kappa. Um, but so like she's going through rush. And I'm trying not to like, talk to her too much because it's overwhelming and you know, blah, blah, blah. So she like gets, I think to like the second to last day maybe. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's like looking like it's going to be Kayo. And I was like, I guess this isn't a big deal. Like, I didn't really know how to feel about it, but then I didn't want to say anything. Like, I, I don't know. I, I had mixed emotions, right? Cause it would have been so fun for her to be Kappa, but that's cause I was currently in the cap out. And you like, weren't going to be in there much longer. Right. And now as an alumni, I'm like, I don't, this does not matter, but, or not that it doesn't matter, but you know what I mean? Yeah. But I went to get a drink with my, like one of my dearest friends and she was the TCU Kayo president. And she like explained to me, she's like, Emmy, you, this is the biggest honor. Like, and like she was oh, like, cause it's really me, hard to uh-huh. get into. Yes. Kayo, it's like, or, it's oh. like a big deal. She was like the rituals there, which I don't know if you're allowed to say the word ritual, but they're, uh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Traditions. 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 Yeah. She said they're super like to the core of what Kayo is. And I don't know the way she explained it. I was like, all right, this is pretty cool. So it was like serendipitous. You happen to have drinks with that person. No, no, no. I called her. And oh, you called drinks. her on the phone. Okay. Yeah. Because I was like, I need- oh, you specifically sought her out. So you could try yeah, to understand. Yeah, because I knew gotcha. I was like, tell me like what is going on. 
And then she was like, this is actually the best case scenario. It was pretty cool. Cause I had like Kyle friends at other chapters and like, yeah, the like traditions and things that they would like see photos of or like watch on TV. Like we actually like got to go and see those like physical things. Like landmarks and things. Yeah. Landmarks and those kinds of things. So Mm -hmm. it really was, it was, it was really fun. I lived in the Kyle house for two years, um, which I loved, like highly recommend anyone listening. That's about to go through rush or whatever live in house it's so fun so i don't know if action city is huge with 18 year olds <laughs> i know but i mean it might <laughs> be our demographic? i don't know <laughs> no but their moms, moms maybe they might their mom yeah, might yeah. advise yeah. them Your daughters to live in the house well it's okay so, so tell me like the top two things you learned from being in a sorority because now i mean i wasn't in one and so i'm sort of desperate to to figure out what it is i missed i think i missed a lot I mean, I really think living in the house was like my number one favorite thing ever. Just like the getting ready all together and just like running into each other's rooms. And like, you get that when you live like in a house with some girls, but it's like, imagine it's like 80 girls, you know, it's just, it's just fun. I mean, I was just like so proud. And then I don't know what else. Did you, were you on the sort of executive committee? Did you do all that kind of stuff? Did you plan the parties? Did you? So I was, I was t-shirt chair, which was so fun. Emmy was too. Um, at, at TCU. And so I got to design all the t-shirts and sell them and do pickups. And oh, like so you're in the retail business too. You love retail. Yeah. Well, creativity. She's yes. like calligrapher too. So she's good at like, so you actually, like, stuff. when you design them, you actually like drew them or did it. Well, I would, yeah, I would kind of like rough sketch them or like, like screenshot other shirts and like send them to the send designers. The graphic designers. Yeah. And they were like, awesome. They were like, um, they kind of became like my like parents in for, or in, Fayetteville yeah, they like own so their funny. own little t-shirt sh- store and like they were so fun and he like played baseball at Arkansas and it was just like a fun little side community other than my like sorority friends and that kind of thing and so I would like screenshot and sketch out things and send them to them and then they create them and and I got to work at like their little store you know for like 10 hours a week or whatever it was so fun yeah he their family was sweet yeah so see that being a sorority was important I'm going to encourage yeah, my I kids. Mean, I never I, thought I would, but now yeah, I think I'm going to I after like, doing this. I feel like once you start, I think it's hard to, the typical sorority girl doesn't probably exist as much anymore as it did when you were. Right. It, like, it's definitely changed and yeah, evolved. It's definitely and like going out of state, like, yeah, Arkansas going has out become of state. more popular, but like when I went, there was, I mean, no one else from Cassidy went my year. And so it really was just kind of an in to make some friends that were kind of like-minded and you know, that I might get along with. And our uh, intern from last year who went to McGinnis, she goes to Arkansas. She just finished her freshman year and she, I've never seen somebody so happy in my whole life. Like she absolutely loved every second of it. She took advantage of everything. I mean, that says a lot because it was like COVID times. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Well, so then you graduate, you move (laughs) back. Mm-hmm. And you go to work at Chesapeake at the Child Development Center there. Which, oh, I forgot that you were here. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I feel like Chesapeake then was different, though, because it was just different. It was like before. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Hold on. What was your degree in? Edu- early education? Yeah. Early childhood education. Okay. Um, I knew that I'd always wanted to do kind of the younger ages and like pre-K. I, I taught pre-K there and that will is like for sure the youngest I'll ever teach. Um, and that was like before it was open to the public. So it really was just all Chesapeake families and the families were wonderful. They were so sweet. I will say 
um, when you go, when you teach at a place like, you know, essentially like quote unquote public place like that, you, you know, there's so many state things you have to follow. I mean, rules and restrictions in terms of, I mean, you can't like leave the room to go to the bathroom if that means you're out of ratio with the kids, which is great. Like as a parent, you know, that's what kind of what you want is to make sure that there's enough people, but there are definitely a lot of like rules and regulations, which is, is true of most, you know, pre-Ks and things like that. But, but I really enjoyed it. I mean, that was kind of before like all the big layoffs happen and those kinds of things. So, um, I mean, Chesapeake was really thriving and, and I don't, I, I mean, I'm assuming, are they still, is this, do we not talk about them? No, no, they, they, they still have the child development center, but, but it's, it's now opened, open to the public. Yeah, like anybody public. can send their children. There. And it was open all during COVID, I think. And mm-hmm. I, I think it's still a really excellent place to send your children. I mean, Chesapeake filed yeah. for bankruptcy and I think they're probably coming oh, out gotcha. of bankruptcy. So, but but, the but like child- one of the teachers I taught with Carla, she's so, she's just so sweet. She's now the, I think is a Spanish teacher at Casti in their primary. Oh yes. I know her. She's so nice. So all mm-hmm. the lead teachers had degrees and um, that's not something that you always get with a pre-K um, or like a daycare type yeah, I was situation. Say a daycare. Yeah. That's so yeah. interesting. And so all the lead teachers had degrees and um, she's wonderful. I'm so happy she's working at Cassie. That was a win for them for sure. Um, but yeah, so I taught there for a year and be- right before I started teaching there is when I met Baron, my husband at Jeff and Emmy's wedding. Yes. I love that story. Yeah. So tell which, tell every, our listeners how Jeff and Baron know each other. Well, Give that. Sarah's my sister. <laughs> well, yes, we've established that early <laughs> on you. in this conversation. And Baron is Jeff's god brother because in Texas, I think you can have god siblings. So we all, I always said my god siblings. I always say okay, that those okay. my god brothers. I just, I never heard that because yeah. Jeff. Yeah, well, like to us, our godparents are our aunts and uncles. Yeah. We never had like, we that in my family. It was always my parents' friends. Like, see, and that, yeah, I think that god, yeah, however people look at godparents. So Jeff's. Mom is Baron's godmother, and then Baron's mom is Jeff's godmother. Aww. So it, I mean, there, there are pictures of them at space camp together, like sleepovers when they're little. <laughs> like, I mean, they she could not have married someone closer to my Jeff husband's didn't. brother. <laughs> so, isn't like I like didn't that's know that so when we, no. awesome. Yeah, it was like, so. I, it was. Very I wish serendipitous I had for sure, and it was really sweet and. It, I mean, I feel lucky because I already knew him. And it, the weird thing You'd is... You'd vetted him already. You knew it was going to... Well, gonna... the weird thing is, is that he knew my brother even through a, a mutual friend and I through Jeff. And he never met Sarah. And Jeff and I had been together for about five years before they met. So it's just wild that he never met Sarah until the wedding, until... You and know. really, that was probably the right time to meet you, right? Yeah, I mean, if, totally. he, if he had met you yeah. earlier, it may not have ended up in marriage, in true love and marriage. Exactly. Well, so. did you say, I'm going to specifically introduce them? Or did you guys no, just randomly like, oh, hey, this is Baron, Baron, I wanted this is to Sarah. set her up with somebody else. <gasps> yeah, I had... I know. I Thank God, goodness, that didn't yeah, work out. Yeah, I picked another groomsman <laughs> goodness, that I thought honestly. that she would get along with. And then... My wedding planner on the wedding day brings me my seating chart and she's like, I think you need to move some people around because it was only the wedding party at the head table. I didn't have plus ones because it. I don't know why it just at the time. I think. Well, you guys were like. There, not a lot of people had a plus one. You guys like that's a lot true. Of we were and sometimes you know sometimes those table. plus ones they come and go. Yeah, well, and you don't need those that's, people in the pictures. That I don't, nobody will remember their names. We were the well, first to get married. Like, 
Yeah. I would say like 90% of your bridal party was single totally, and groomsmen. So yeah. like it wasn't weird, you know, right. it wasn't weird. So I'm like rearranging. Cause I'm like, Oh gosh, so-and-so kiss so-and-so and they want to be next to each other or so-and-so kiss so-and-so and, and they, they don't want to be next to each other. other right. <laughs> so I'm like rearranging the table and Sarah's like, um, can you put Baron next to me? And I'm like, uh, first of all, Sarah. I made of honor. Baron's an usher. He's like not <laughs> even supposed to really sit at the table. No, I'm now all the other ushers are mad. They're not sitting there. <laughs> no, it was so funny. My sister was hooking up with one of my friends at our wedding. I, mean, I won't name the person's name. He's married and has children now. Oh. <laughs> but were, they were hooking up. It was literally like all of the bridesmaids and groomsmen were all just pouncing on each other. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> but God, really you got bad. married so early. You missed out on that opportunity. You, you couldn't like. I'm I'm OK. I'm really. I think, I, think, okay. I think I'm OK. But. I don't I don't ever. I don't know. I never remember that. It, it's been so long since I've actually been to a wedding that I've been in. We were just one. Oh, that no, you well, like in. I've yeah, been yeah. in in the wedding. Yeah. I don't even remember what happened. I'm like very. I mean, funny. I just like did it once, and then like now we're married. And so. now you're married. <laughs> and so now you, you got your one time in. Okay, so you, here we go. So you meet at Jimmy and uh, Jimmy and Jimmy. S. Oh my gosh, and Emmy and Jeff's wedding. Oh my goodness. Jimmy, so okay, wait. Jimmy that and was F. Jimmy and F. That's what I'm gonna call you guys from now on. <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of day it's been oh basically God. i can't it's so okay so you meet at their wedding it was in the summer right and yeah. then that did you date the whole year was that when you were working at chesapeake that whole year so you dated long distance yeah. the first year yeah we really dated long distance for like nine months it was like the school year and then kind of at the end of nine months we were i mean we like knew that this like was definitely something and i was already kind of wanting to move to dallas you know, like post-grad, most people, like a lot of people well, none down of here your moved friends to Dallas. were in Oklahoma City. Yeah, was- all my friends, like they'd gone to OU and then moved away, whereas I'd like gone away and then moved back and not a lot of them were here. And so some of my best friends were in Dallas and that was kind of always the plan, move home for a year, like save up some and then go to Dallas. And then I started coming to Fort Worth and I was like, okay, this is awesome. And Baron and I kind of both just said, like, if we want to see where this goes, like seriously, then it needs to not be long distance just cause you don't really get to like, yeah, I don't know. In our really, experience, yeah. like you don't have those hard Wednesdays, you know, right. where you're just like, I never had like any grow. of those hard Wednesdays before I got married. And that might've been a, I maybe should have <laughs> yeah. had those. That was smart. <laughs> Wait, were you sad um, to leave Oklahoma city? I mean, I guess it was six years ago. So the city even has changed dramatically since then. Like, yeah, but yeah, it had yeah. started yeah. to I get mean, cool. I, I was, I was excited. I think, I mean, like I said, it wasn't like, I was going out every weekend with my very best friends that I'd known since I was two. Like a lot of them had moved away. I mean, I only had like a couple friends here. So yeah, I was like sad, but I think I was just more excited to kind of start this new chapter. And, um, I had some great friends in Dallas and knew some girls in Fort Worth and just well, kind of, and you got like a really great job. I think yeah, it was, yeah. Which is really what move because I, I, yeah. I like to tell people I didn't move for Baron. Like I moved for this job. I was like, going to say, I like how Baron. we're finally hearing the truth on this, but um, I wasn't going <laughs> to so call that, it out. But wait, so did. that was the original. That's what you told your parents. You're moving for the job. She'd be like, I'm oh. not moving for Baron Emmy. I was like, you went hundred percent are moving for a boy that you are not engaged to, but I've done that. Great. Don't worry. Yeah. Didn't pan out. <laughs> I mean, I literally wait. known him for like nine months and I was like, I'm moving to your city. I'll be there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, okay, so you 
your job was at Fort Worth Country Day, which is where you are. I mean, I just applied and it was for a kindergarten associate. So I wasn't like a lead teacher and I wasn't an assistant because the kindergarten teachers are have assistants. And I was kind of like in between and it's a two-year job and it's just kind of like a learning experience. And so, um, I mean, it's like you make zero dollars. I mean, it was definitely like, you know, my friends would be like, oh, you're going to like teach at a public school and Texas, like they make so much money. I was like, no, you guys, like <laughs> this still is the lowest man on the totem pole. Like, and that was a two-year job and I learned so much. And I'm like so grateful for those two years because I taught with two incredible teachers. And I feel like I learned so, so much from them. I mean, more from them than I think I did like in school. And it's just, you know, it's kind of one of those jobs where it's like the more you do it, the more you practice, the better at it you get. And so it really just kind of gave me time to like become my own teacher. And then after those two years, um, I got asked to start the junior kindergarten visit a program at country day, um, which is like their bridge program. Bridge is really popular in Texas. Is it popular? Is it, wait, is it between kindergarten and first grade? No, no before Krimmer. that. Cause I've, I've been to your classroom. Yeah. You know, your cute Krimmer, little kids. I feel like it's more popular in Oklahoma. Is it not? No, we don't bridge really do primer. You just repeat kindergarten. Yeah. yeah. is more of like bridges so- in between pre-K and kindergarten. So they've already done pre-K. Oh, not we just do pre-K twice. Kindergarten yet. It's like, yeah, it's like summer birthdays. Yeah. It's instead of doing pre-K twice, it's like an in-between curriculum. So I think so, that's technically what Huffman's doing next year because it's not five day, it's four day. But, but then he won't go to kindergarten. But they're the all five. After. Like all it's my, like the year like right before kindergarten. Right, that's what I'm right? saying. Because he's in April. I think he's going to, I don't know. I guess whatever his teacher says, but I would assume he yeah. would do pre. Well, but at Cassidy, they have lilac and lavender. It's not really called pre-K. <laughs> I don't know what they changed. Yeah, all this but stuff I think around. at Westminster, yeah. it's called pre-K. And I think at Heritage. But it's not like a four day because like all my kids are five. five. Like they have to yeah. be kin- like my kids test for country day kindergarten. And then they're told they just need a little bit more time. And then they come to me. Because so you guys don't, this, you have the youngest kids in the whole school, right? Uh-huh. This yeah. was like a new so, grade that you started. Yeah. So when this was happening, they were saying, you know, the kids would come test at country days for kindergarten. And then they'd be told they need to wait and they'd send them back to their pre-K for bridge. And, you know, there were like 20, 25, 30 kids that they were doing this to. And then they, and they kind of just realized like, why wouldn't we have this here? Right. And they probably didn't um, get those 30 kids back. Probably well, 20 of them would come them back, would not 30. Whatever, right. send them, you know, and they wouldn't all come back. And so, um, yeah, that's exactly what they thought. And so they approached me to, to lead it. And, um, and I, and Tyler Cramley, who's one of Catherine's very best friends. I'll have to say this. Sarah does teach with one of my very best friends. She's so funny. From biz- I say from business school, we always like to say that Tyler was in our business school class, but she really wasn't. Her husband was, but we always say Tyler was in our class. She loves that. Yeah. That's like her. F- she, pre- she likes to pretend she was too. But I think that I can't really, I can't really remember how I f- we figured out that it was, that you were going to be teaching with Tyler because she hadn't taught in a long time because she was raising yeah. her four children. Um, I don't know. I feel like it was like Greta or something. Like I know we sort I was, like, of put it all at together. A picture of you or like a Greta came up on my phone or like because you'll like send her clothes sometimes. I feel like she oh, like, yeah. got a box of clothes and was like, "I got these clothes. What do you think?" And I was like, "Wait, how did you?" She has to always have people send mean? her things. She doesn't actually buy her own clothes. It's like her mom yeah. or <laughs> that's what I get her for all of all holidays. I get her 
close. That's so smart. Okay, That's well, so smart. Sarah, I want to ask you the education questions because I feel like we have a lot of listeners here my age who are thinking about preschool for their kids. And I know that for me, it was kind of an easy decision on my end to choose Cassidy just because of that's where I went. I feel like my son, definitely the way that he thinks kind of aligns with the way that I think that they teach. But I know for a lot of parents who aren't from Oklahoma City or, you know, maybe they went to one place and they, you know, they don't have as strong of a loyalty as I feel like I do. How do you think like what are the things that a parent should be looking for when they're touring a school? What questions should they be asking? What Mm -hmm. things about their child should they like? What characteristics of their child would kind of make help make that decision? Is that too many questions? No, I mean, I think you, I don't know. I was thinking about this earlier and I was like, it's kind of like buying a house. Like you go in and you just like get a good feel of the place. You know, you, you, get a vibe of whether you think you belong in this place or whether you don't, you kind of look around and see other people like you. Some people like, you know, want people that are different from them. And I think that's incredible too. I think you just kind of, you have to, tour, and I would tour all of them. I mean, even if you're like, I really don't know about that place, like go tour and do like the long tour requests for like the whole school tour. I mean, like, you know, if you're going into a cast or heritage or whatever, chances are that's for K through 12 and you need to get a good feel of the whole school. Cause that's what you're buying into. So do the full t- school tour and just kind of feel, I mean, you know, you walk into a place and you have kind of, you know, trust your instincts. If you kind of look around and the kids don't look super happy in the class or the teachers aren't very kind, or, you know, you kind of get a good feel of the kind of people that are there, especially the people giving you the tour. I think that's important too. Um, and just kind of go with your gut and what you feel the most comfortable with. I mean, I have parents, I feel like that every year they're flip-flopping back and forth and they're like, well, this person's kids go here. Well, this has chapel and this doesn't, well, this, and it's like, well, what do you think? What's important to you? Is it more important to you that your child goes to chapel every day? Or is it more important to you that your kids are with their best friends since they were born? You know, like kind of, you need to prioritize the things that are the most important to you and go and just the more more time that you can more, what did I just say? The most time you can spend there is, is going to make all the difference. I mean, go on multiple tours. I have people who are pregnant now that come through and tour. Oh my, that's really motivated. I know. And it's, but it's like the more time you can spend there, you really are going to get a feel, you know, go to their carnival, go to their bingo nights. It's not weird. Oh, it is kind of get a feel for the school. If you truly have, if you truly have no idea. Yeah. I think the, the, the more time you can spend there, the better. What do you think about pre-K? So in Oklahoma, we have mandatory, mandatory, I guess there's opportunity for you to send your child to pre-K. Everyone has this opportunity in the public school system in Oklahoma or Oklahoma city, at least Oklahoma city. What do you think about pre-K in general and kids going to pre-K or not going to pre-K? Do you think it's a must? What do you think they get in pre-K that maybe they wouldn't get if they were at home or in a daycare program? I mean, there's like, I mean, you're not going to just like throw your kid into a pool without having like swimming lessons, you know, like you want them to practice proper school etiquette. I mean, that's a huge thing they're not going to get at home. The socialization, the problem solving skills. I mean, 
a lot of kids four and five, that's where their brain is probably the least developed is problem solving using their words instead of their hands. So those skills, the more that they're around other kids and socializing in ways where they have to solve problems, I think is just going to set them up to be more successful. I mean, in life and in the long run, and when they get to kindergarten, um, I think it's great. I mean, I don't, I don't know why you wouldn't, you know, send them a, yes, it's, you know, a lot of parents, it's tough, that separation, you know, you, you only get them for so long. You want to spend every minute with them, but you know, it really is for their benefit that you send them to pre-K, give them the, you know, foundations so that they're so successful in kindergarten. And I mean, it's just more practice and more time learning appropriate school behaviors and things like that. That'll just make them successful in life. You know, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, I've kind of switching gears to more about parents because I'm about to be a parent in with a kid's kid in school for the first time. And we went to dinner on Saturday night and you would have thought Sarah was a celebrity. All of she these, is a celebrity. All of these parents no. came up to her and some of them, it was very brief. It was like a hello. One of them, it was a whole 10 minute conversation. And I remember looking at Sarah and I was like, what's appropriate? Like what, when you see administrative question, people, anybody who works at the school that your children go to, like what is the appropriate etiquette for outside of school? So like one of the dads like came up to me and gave me this hug. And to me, that's like wildly inappropriate (laughs) just because like there's no need for us to be touching. And Jeff was like, Oh, that was so nice. And I was like, wait, no, 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 Jeff. (laughs) Don't hug. (laughs) This isn't something you do. (laughs) Like, and I mean, I definitely think like a quick hello, like I'm there with my sister, we're having cocktails, you know, we're, a quick hello, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. Definitely don't bring up your child. I mean, it's like when you're outside of work, they don't want to be talking about being a CPA. Like, I don't want to be talking about, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> whatever. So I would just say a quick hello, you know, and you see like admissions people and, you know, you can say, we're so excited to come or like, you know, just a quick snippet and then let them enjoy their evening. I mean, it's kind of, I mean, I don't know. It's, it, it, there's definitely a, a hard line. And I think as cocktails get involved, it definitely gets a little, little bit more blurred because <laughs> there's sometimes where I'm like, let's not, you know, but I think just as a parent, like a quick, hello, how are you? You know, like I introduced Emmy to one of the families, like one of my very favorite families. I introduced her, like I'm opening up the conversation to them to talk to her and then, you know, go sit down and, and, you know, it's not like, and I'm not saying that I'm not friends with the parents because there are some parents that I am dear friends with, but it's not like you're seeing a best friend. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like you're seeing a coworker. What if I had, what if I had Huffman with me and he wanted to come like talk to you and stuff? I like would much prefer Huffman to talk to me than like you to talk to me. Gotcha. (laughs) Like send over Huffman and then, and then bring him back and then that's it. Okay. okay. Yeah. Don't let like him keep coming up to me. Gotcha. But just like him coming up in a hug is like so sweet. Okay, perfect. I always wonder. Just something quick. Yeah. Jeff doesn't ever need to be hugging Huffman or Campbell's girl teachers. Uh, Well, that's that is good advice. Scared him after that. He was like, "Oh no." (laughs) Remember that forever. Because we do see a couple casty people socially, and yeah, they're not our they're not our good friends. And so you kind of, you know, when you're in a social situation that's outside of school, I always wonder like, you know, I'm sure they don't want to talk about Huffman, but 
it's like kind of the thing we have in common, right? So it's our hard line. I always try to, if I'm going to say hi to someone, it's hard for me, but to bring up something else, like how was your weekend? Or I know yeah. you went on a trip or, you know, what That's did you so cook great. for dinner? Something that doesn't have anything to do with school, nothing to do with their kids, because I think that we forget that teachers are people too, right? Yeah, like they, that's it. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you're a kid and you think your teacher, when you see your teacher like at the grocery store and you cannot figure out <laughs> what, what your yeah. teacher's doing at the grocery store. <laughs> I mean, you know, and you get to be like maybe like third grade and you finally realize your teachers don't live at school. Right. Yeah. No, I was going to say, I definitely think my kids think I like live at school. Yeah. Like, cause I'm there before them. I leave after. I think they think I sleep there. That's so cute. Okay, I have another random question that's kind of silly, but what are your favorite teacher gifts? So what do you think it's appropriate? Oh, that's so what cool. so okay. I obviously know Christmas is a bigger deal, but like mm-hmm. should you be getting a Halloween, Valentine's Day teacher appreciation? Well, that's different too. But like what holidays are appropriate to get a gift for? And then like what should the gift be? I think like a beginning of the year, something little, like a little like Starbucks gift card or like like when they first come to school first day oh first day gosh I've never done that I've never done a first day oh god I've done my kids a disservice first day give just like a little a little something um I don't think Halloween I mean I don't think Halloween Valentine's Day I mean those are all like kid holidays you know what I mean those are like for the kids which I think is also important to remember when you're giving a teacher gift like as an adult, like, would I want this gift? Like, as an adult, adult, would I want like caramel popcorn? Like, no. Then yes, why would you I give would. that? <laughs> I love caramel popcorn. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say but, yes to that. I mean, I think, <laughs> well, like, just like junky food. Amazon, gotcha. Like, I think like Amazon gift cards and cash. Don't give like junk food, and it doesn't have to be like you know an absurd amount of cash. Like, give them twenty bucks, and that's awesome. Or what like about when like the grade a, pools together and everyone in that the, is like the very best. Is that, that's that, good. Okay, because that's what we do now that my kids are older, and I've always wondered about whether or not that, that is was like well the received. very best. If you can like somehow or like yeah, the grade pools together, like the grade moms maybe do that right, or mm-hmm. Emmy like Huffman's little classic, like, you know, getting all their emails and saying, hey, instead of a gift, would you rather like put in and we split it two ways and give it to the teacher? I think that is like so ideal because it's like you don't know their style they probably have a thousand mugs they probably have a thousand notepads with their names on them and everybody you know, just, has a different yeah. ability to give or a, you know i mean mm-hmm. exactly and then it can get sort of out of control so i do and then and you, i think like a, a handmade card like put a little like for teacher appreciation i got this card and the mom had like printed out i have like a photo stream like an icloud stream where i upload pictures like every day and it goes to all the parents and she went through and like printed out some of those pictures and like glued them in a card. And then there was like a like $20 Target card in there. And that was like the sweetest teacher appreciation gift. Cause it was like pictures of me and the kid, which is like, it's just so sweet. And they wrote, oh, you know, nice. the kid wrote on there, you know, it doesn't have to be like fancy or extravagant. I think like a little handmade card and a little gift card is like totally ideal. And honestly, like I mean, teachers spend so much of their own money and like during the holidays, you know, it's like we're buying gifts for the kids, like anything from like Amazon gift cards, those kinds of things are always nice. Oh, so because you probably buy some of their gifts from Amazon. Yeah. Just like Target, like little things where I get gifts for like the kids even, you know, it's like, yeah, the teachers are going to put that back into the, into the kids. Oh, that makes so much sense. 
Like if she gives a Target yeah. gift card, oh, then she then uses you use it that to to yeah. So you're essentially buying your kids. kids gift for the teacher. Okay, that makes sense. I don't know. Or just like I mean, it's I don't know. It's you know, you don't always have to use it for that, but yeah. Chances are I go to Target a lot and get like crayons and things, or I go, you know, I mean, Country mm-hmm. Day is wonderful where I don't have to pay for a lot of those things on my own. But I mean, you saw last time we went to Target, I was like through the dollar section looking for fun things for the class. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So what's, I mean, now this is your sixth year of teaching. Mm-hmm. I mean, to six years. What's changed in the past six years in terms of how you teach, in terms of what have sort of, new methods sort of arisen in the past six years. What's, what's happening in sort of early education that you're implementing in your classroom that's current? Well, I think like this, I mean, this past year, the past, you know, 2020 has kind of changed education, like as a whole. I mean, I feel like because this year we weren't sure what, how many days will actually be in school and how many days I'm going to be able to be in front of these kids giving the instruction because like, I mean, six-year-olds on zoom, like, yes, they'll get some for the first like a minute and then it's kind of lost, you know? So it's like really, we treasured those days where we were in front of them. And I feel like this year we kind of took out a lot of the fluff, which is kind of a bit of a bummer for the younger kids, but I feel like it really made us hone in on what is important. Like what really needs to be taught this year? What do I want to make sure these kids have for when they go to kindergarten? And as opposed to like kind of all the thematic crafts and, and, you know, kind of silly little writing things. Now it's kind of more like literacy and math and, you know, reading and writing and kind of as much as possible. And the fluff is kind of kind of put to the side. And I think, I think educators across the board are excited for next year, having a more normal year and getting able to, you know, being able to do those fun things and, you know, being able to include parents and include siblings and things and kind of, you know, be kind of more of a community. I feel like that people are really excited about. Um, but this year I definitely feel like we've honed in on what's really important. I mean, and that's, um, you know, what they need for the next grade. And, um, and that's, I mean, that's been a really big change this year. This year has definitely been different than I think any other year in teaching will ever be. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I how to use zoom. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think Sarah was zoomed out for, <laughs> yeah, this is my first zoom in a while. I was going like, to say, oh are, are you, do you have PTSD? <laughs> I'm kind of. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, we have a longer attention span than we do usual zoom subjects. Yeah, that's true. Well, do you want to Although start? I just kind of zoned out on myself. Is that going to go? You're good. <laughs> <laughs> you did great. <laughs> well, so that kind of also goes into what our first final question, which is kind of yourself in 10 years, kind of education in 10 years. And then, I know you don't live here anymore, but you come back a lot. And so kind of where you see Oklahoma City going and you can relate that to education or not, but kind of what do you yeah, see for, sure. for those three? Things? I mean, I'd love to see Oklahoma City, you know, their funding become a little bit more solid and some good, you know, in Oklahoma City, you know, proper, some good public schools popping up and, um, and you know, y'all talk about young people being there all the time and all these young people moving there, those young people will have children and they won't all be able to afford to go to private school, you know? And so that's 
going to be, I think, a big deal as the city grows is making sure there's adequate schooling for those kids that can't afford maybe to go to private school and that don't want to move to Edmond. Wait, I have, I have a quick question about that. That was like one of my earlier questions, but I'm trying to be a little time conscious. Um, oh. I feel like I always get told that just because you went to where we went to school, that means that you're rich. And I always find that so annoying because I feel like there were so many parents who were at Casti who were either on financial aid or their kids were on scholarship. But then I tried to research earlier on what the percentage is not specifically at Cassidy, but just around the board at pub- private schools, like in the nation, I couldn't find anything, but so I'm pretty sure it's around like 30% of the people there are on financial aid. Okay. Um, like I would, I would, I would agree. With I that. would say if I had 10 kids in my class, three of them would be on some kind of financial aid. Um, and the like others it's, I don't think it's just their parents paying for it. Gotcha. Uh, I the think grandparents are paying. Or, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, well, but yeah, I think it's around 30%. I mean, don't like, I'm sure someone's going to like tweet you and say I'm wrong, but like. We don't know how to tweet. So yeah, we're not on Twitter. Okay. So people could be talking badly <laughs> about us. us. We'd have no clue. <laughs> Perfect. Well, so what do you think Rich, about. Look into that. Yeah. Gosh. Um, what do you think about for you in 10 years in um, education? I mean, I'd love to be, I mean, I'd love to go get my master's. Um, I'd love to be in administration, which like I tell my administrators that and they like think I'm crazy and other teachers think I'm crazy. But, um, I mean, I'd love to kind of be running the show a little bit more. I feel like I've gotten some really good practice with running the junior kindergarten. Um, my boss, the head of lower school, he's so wonderful and kind of gives me free reign to make administration administrative like decisions, um, which has been, which has been really awesome. Um, I mean, I definitely like being in charge and I can tell you that from just like <laughs> my whole say. life. And I can't believe she's saying this out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I think all the um, Roushes like to be in charge. I don't yeah, think she's yeah. the only one. It's kind yeah. of a crazy bell. It's exciting when uh-huh. we're all together. <laughs> <laughs> exciting such a nice word for it. <laughs> um, but you know, I also want to, um, have children and, and grow our family and, and our lives here in, in Fort Worth. And you can definitely do both. I think I'd like to take a couple years off and raise my kids and come back or stick through it. I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, are you ready for final, final question? I am ready for the final, final. And I get to say, okay, when you, you and Baron drive into <laughs> Oklahoma city and you're headed to see your family, where do you stop first? What's your like, What's your day? In I, mean, I mean, I can say it at the same time. Do you want to? Yeah. Ready? One, two, three. Bagel, Bagel. Cafe. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Bagel. I have always told my family, I think Old School Bagel Cafe, which I like to just call Bagel. Is that, you know, we had the field the hockey banquet last night. It's so funny that you say that because I guess after practice they or after there. like power camp, they go to the bagel shop or whatever. And they just said the same thing. Bagel. We go to bagel. And I was yeah. like, bagel. I've never heard it called bagel. that before. But now you guys are saying the same thing. Yeah. It's yeah. It's bagel is what do you get? What's your mind, order? The best restaurant in Oklahoma City. What, which, what's your order? Yeah. Now? What do you get? Oh, it kind of changes. But I love the little smoky, just like the turkey and the and the chai cream cheese one on an everything bagel. And it's like, so it's so tall. I also like the Sooner Club without ham. I don't like ham. <laughs> so I should order these two? Everything bagel or blueberry bagel with strawberry cream cheese. That's the oh, Reed Roush that, special. I don't mix meats, but I mix fruits. Yeah. Reed, Reed, that was our brothers. 
that's when you have a whole sandwich though, and you bite into the bagel and everything squeezes out the other side. It's hard for me I to mean, manage that. I mean, watching them. No, but if you like, get it like melted and like the cheese kind of seals it, it kind of cooks it all together. Yeah, okay. that's Sarah. That's like Sarah's place. Now you're making me hungry. <laughs> I know. I'm they like hungry get too. annoyed because I'm always. They're like, "What do you want to do for brunch?" Like all these new places open up, and I'm like. <laughs> well, by the way, they closed during COVID for like six months. Okay. I, mean, I, I thought that even... they had closed. Yeah. I texted Sarah and she was like, you're wrong. You're wrong. And I was like, I think they're closed. And then they weren't. So and they weren't. But then but you but could I go should... to the one on 23rd. You know, that's, there's one on that's 23rd what. Too. Yeah. We were, yeah. She I was like, you have to go all the way downtown, I guess. I know. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, ba- so bagel. What is it oh, yeah. called? So bagel. Old school bagel? No, what's it called? I Old call it bagel, bagel cafe. cafe. But when I was growing bagel. up, it was called New York Bagels. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The one yeah, in Cassie yeah. Square. Yeah, it was where Evolve is. Mm. No, it was an yeah. Evolve or the place no, the across one the next street. To the it. next to it. Yeah, yeah that's that so we can walk too. from Cassidy. We used to go there. Yeah, we yeah. used to go you there. Could go there too. Pizza bagel. Oh, the pizza bagel is my favorite. That's why we when we go to bagel with Sarah, Huffman gets a pizza bagel. That's what my that's what Gracie still gets it. Neely's moved. Oh, on, but you but know you have to get the it. sauce on the side so you can dip. Yeah, sauce on the side for sure. Yeah, that's a pro. So tip. then the bagel doesn't get all mushy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm gonna just tell Gracie that she'll be so excited. But like, okay, it's literally just cheese on bread. Okay, so we go to bagel, but then what else do we do the rest of the day? I feel like what are your favorite OKC spots? Uh, I mean, I love Greta. I love shopping around Phoebe's Greta. Um, what else do we do? Where do we go to dinner? Oh, I love if it's Christmas time, like brunch at the museum. Is that mm. still a thing? And yes. then the nutcracker, like a matinee nutcracker. Oh, yeah. That's Christmas. That was like a, favorite that's Christmas, Christmas for us too. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what museum else. Museum Cafe does not get enough love on here. Is it open? No. Well, it is. And, and, but now it's good egg. Oh, that's Has right. it now. Okay. I've really the last time I was there when we we did the scouts. Yeah, we went to shoot. Yeah, we did it. Yeah. And that crazy lady talked to us for yes. Oh, that was so scary. <laughs> that was that's crazy. a whole other episode. Yeah. We'll spend on that. Yeah. Wait. Okay. So yeah. museum cafe. No, but like yeah, that's like Christmas time. Like if I like come in town, that would be like an ideal day. What do you about, have a what late about night dinner? Spot yeah. Dinner. Yeah. What's where do you like I to have mean, a cocktail? We went to Cheevers for Mother's Day, and it was. Right? Yeah. I know you weren't. There. I wasn't there, we but went y'all with my went mom there. and dad, and it was so good. It's always just like I just think it's always so good. That chocolate cake is so good. <laughs> you didn't get the baby uh, head. The what? The what? I call it the baby head because it freaks me out. Oh, the that pecan ball, ball thing. Yeah, the oh, pecan that ball oh, no. ice cream. We got dessert to go, so we couldn't. <laughs> the oh, okay. baby head. I don't know. <laughs> like now, it's like, I don't know if I can. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry if I I just ruined that for anybody. I'm very. I apologize, but it comes in like <laughs> different oh sizes. And oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously the metro. I feel like you guys have talked about the metro quite a bit. I yeah, mean, the metro is so good. I feel like our family um, also goes to Michaels sometimes. Michael's Don't, do not get me started on that subject. I know, I know. Oh, Tanatai. Oh, Tanatai. Oh, Wait, Sarah, we had favorite. it for dinner last night. No. Yes, it was so good. Did you, what'd you get? Yeah, we got takeout. Well, we had our fr- we had just come back in town, and we so we didn't have any food. And I was like, Jeff, I need a noodle. And he was like, Tanatai. I was like, Yes. Oh, Tanatai, so good. BYOB, so fun. I don't know. Is it still I never BYOB? Go is it? Dinner. Is it still? That's how it was. When it very like first it. opened, I remember that about it. I have no idea. We always go for lunch or. I, mm-hmm. Actually, I don't think it is BYOB. Can know. you actually do that in Oklahoma City? Now, when I lived in Philadelphia, everything was BYOB. In Fort Worth, when I went to college, there was a couple of BYOBs. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's definitely a couple places. Actually, one time, Baron and I, we were doing like every other date night, like you pick, whatever. And um, he picked this one place that was BYOB. So we like packed a cooler and like just like a little like 
you know, soft Yeti cooler. And we walk in and the lady was like, oh my God. <laughs> kind of like, you're about to drink a lot. And we were like, oh, do people not? Did like, they not bring a whole cooler with No, them? people probably bring like a <laughs> bottle of wine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we were like on it. That's so funny. Well, Sarah, thanks for coming on. Okay, so... I feel like usually with the guests, we're like, where can people find you? But it's not like you don't have like a teaching Instagram. Um, at Sarah R. Parker on Instagram. Okay, well, there you go. Get some followers. <laughs> yeah, maybe you'll you post some teaching idea, ideas for teachers on there. I, yeah, yeah actually, follow Country Day Lower School. You'll see my kiddos on there. Yeah, that's yes, true. If you're, if you're in Fort Worth or if you're yes. moving to Fort Worth and you have kids, Fort yeah. Country Days is a really wonderful school. just DM school. her when you want a parent question because I DM her all the time and or not DM. <laughs> oh my God, the whole world is going to be DMing your No, sister. but I really am like, okay, husband did this. Like, how should I handle it? Or parent, you've given me all these parenting books that I've liked or parenting podcasts or parenting resources. During the pandemic, she literally would send me just screenshots of these Pinterest <laughs> like activities to do with Huffman and they all were great. So where were you when I had kids? This, I need I know. this. It's a great resource, especially for, for me. Cause I don't know what I'm doing at all. I so. have no idea. No. Well, thank Sarah, you. Sarah, we loved it. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. It was so much this fun to so get fun. to hear from the other, the other sister. I know. It's so fun. <laughs> and you guys do sound a lot alike. It's bad. Yeah. I'm yeah. nervous about it. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fine. Richard's really the one who's nervous about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Have a great well, night. So we loved much. it. Okay, bye. bye, dear. Thank you so much for joining us today. We truly appreciate your listening to these stories. You can find us on Instagram at ActionCityOKC or for business inquiries, email us at hello at ActionCityOKC.com. Action City is produced by Blacken Studios. You can find the studio on Instagram and Facebook at Blacken Studios. Creative services provided by Ranger Creative. Music written and performed by Kansas City Bankroll. 